0: Welcome back, after quite a hiatus, to the Affinity Collective Action Broadcast. Um, This is uh, the start of our second season, and the start of a lot of new, exciting things for the Affinity Collective. This uh, episode of the podcast is also being simulcasted on the Hell Fortress Cathedral Midnight The Enochian Terror Transmissions, (laughs) which is my personal podcast. Uh, I'm Val. Uh, I've been on the podcast before, under a different name. Uh, In a Different Life.
1: yeah. Um, The before times.
0: The before times. (laughs) And with me is...
1: Mouse. Uh, I'm sure if you're a listener of the podcast, you're familiar with me before. I'm pretty frequent. Uh, If you're just jumping in at this stage, hello. Uh, I'm up here in Leitrim. Which I know the land that we're getting is in Cavern, but we're renting a house quite close by to do it up, which is real exciting. And that's where I'm at currently.
0: Yeah. um, So we are, we have basically, as the collective, um, reached the culmination of the last few years of work that we've all put in. Um, Scraping together money, uh, pooling our resources, getting loans, uh, robbing trains, uh, all that kind of thing. Uh, Secret uh, Soviet gold deposits uh, from deep within the earth.
1: Yeah, one or two cults. Yeah, crossroads
0: (laughs) bargains with eldritch entities. And we finally managed to get ourselves a a pretty substantial plot plot uh in in cabin which um we are planning uh to turn into something uh we all sort of think is very vital to to have in the world these days uh do you want to talk a little bit about that
1: yeah i guess so i mean we, again i know it's been forever we still don't quite have it but but we are waiting on an email to just finalize the sale now so we're extraordinarily close um And the hope is for it to be done, Um, well, I was hoping this week, it's getting to the end of the week, maybe next week. Um, But the project that we're kind of aiming to do is, you know, I guess a group of us were looking at the world and going, this is a, a sorry state of affairs. You know, the way that people interact with each other has been very devoid of community. There's very little respect for one another within society. There's very little respect for ecology and the world that we exist in are a part of, you know, that is isn't there for us to just use and abuse, but something that we are a, a part of. And we were like, we should do something about it. Like, you know, there's a lot of talk about creating better systems and better ways of life. And I guess the way I see it is we're a group of people that sat down and go, okay, well, we've only got, limited resources but we've got something how do we do the best we can with what we've got you know
0: yes and it is I think we all uh, sort of share this idea that um, it's very important projects like this they're they're difficult they're difficult to put together because Mm -hmm. um, money is difficult to come by and something even more difficult to come by is trust you know, it's very difficult to get a, a large group, of, a large enough group of people with enough resources to come together and trust each other enough to put uh, their resources together into this kind of thing. But the importance of this kind of project, especially in a place like Ireland, is that we've got lots of foreign interests and um, corporate interests and and um, just political interests. Buy, in buying up as much of this country as they can and exploiting it as much as they can, planting uh, trees that grow quick and are able to be pulped for paper and whatever uh, that poison the landscape and damage biodiversity. Uh, and now we've got things like cryptocurrency mining facilities that uh, all, the entire world is, is um, in danger of being strip-mined for... Um, you know, square footage for and, and, and all manner of things that just do not serve the biosphere, do not serve uh, the people and uh, whatever we can do to sort of take back the land into uh, working class ownership is something, you know it's what we're trying to do and I think I'd, I'd certainly like to see more of that and we'd like to encourage more people to do that and you know
1: Of course, yeah. I, 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 I definitely agree, and I think the idea of Ireland's landscape being devastated in the names of like colonial industry—it's probably something that people are very familiar with here. You know, um, like Ireland was once a rainforest essentially, and is now known for having loads of green fields. But that, that, you know, that's quite a recent state of affairs. uh, due to British colonialism uh, on on the island, um, so investing in trying to restore some of that, like ecology uh, or biosphere, is a, a, a hyper important thing to be to be doing, and something that that's very much at the base of our project. Um, but also beyond that, I think we 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 are living in a world. Where prospects for people of our generation, the generations after us, of living this kind of—I uh, want to call it like the exported American dream style lifestyle of like you know, like having a house and a career and a marriage and stuff—doesn't really feel realistic. You know, the the levels of consumption needed to do that one is damaging the planet hugely, and two. There's such wealth inequality being established that even in, you know, privileged Western countries, you know, a lot of people aren't able to attain kind of like this dream. There there doesn't seem to be as much moving up the kind of like ladder of wealth, so to speak, you know.
0: Yes. And it does. It, it is a it is a bit reactionary on my part. And I don't <laughs> I don't take this reaction 100% seriously, but when I hear people, um, especially self-proclaimed activists uh, of our generation who are sort of able-bodied and whatnot, talking about emigrating, it I it, it makes me sad because it's going to be the same everywhere. might be a little better, but it's not going to stay that way forever, and that... That uh, I, f- I feel like that people a lot of people who are who are emigrating, um, because they 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 hate the state of the country. I I empathize with them. This country sucks, but they're going <laughs> they're going in search of that dream. Now that's that's me making assumptions, but that's that's how the reactionary in me feels. That they're going in search of that dream, and they're not going to find it. And I kind of wish that people would, you know, reach out to us or start their own groups and dig their heels in and and, and re-pivot their uh, priorities. Not that I want anyone to join like a big cult or anything, but like there's a lot of work to be done. And when I when I hear people being like I don't want to do that work, I want to run away I get kind of sad. Because there's a lot of people to help.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I kind of agree with you in some ways, but if I'm 100% honest, I disagree with you mo- mostly in that statement. Um, I, I mean
0: i disagree with me too but go
1: <laughs> <laughs> i like like i think the like the actual resources for change uh if we say in terms of like people who are actively trying to like seek and better the world around them in a revolutionary and i don't mean necessarily guns and all that kind of kind of manner um it, it's limited like you know they're There is a limited amount, and focusing groups of people into specific areas and stuff, so that change can be enacted in those areas, isn't necessarily a a bad idea. um, Which might feel like people moving away and stuff, but really, it's you know a, a big part of that is finding a place where you can make a difference. If the infrastructure isn't there already to facilitate changes, like it, it takes. You know a group of people to be pioneers in that area to really bring about change which is a lot more difficult than joining a, a larger movement already underway so uh, i do agree that it's sad but i i also fully understand you know and and i'm completely an internationalist at heart like like our struggles are all the same struggles globally you know this is a this is a world made up of of you know humans and our other 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 beings as well but but it's a world made up of humans and and each of our lives are important and each struggle is interlinked to the to the next you know so yeah i i'm very sympathetic to people who do feel like they want to move somewhere where they can make a difference
0: it's it's this is these are good points but i i do feel also that uh people in this country are um Quite ignorant of the movements that are happening. There are groups, there are uh, activist groups, and um, you know community action groups that are mm-hmm. doing great work. But people just seem to want to ignore them. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the story is there. Like whenever I post online about stuff that Catus doing, or stuff that IRSP is doing, or stuff that any of other, other of these groups that are doing, nobody cares. Nobody wants to hear about it. Um, and yeah. I just I just wonder why that is it's like and these th- these things these people are doing aren't like insanely dangerous they're not running around with balaclavas and AK-47s they're going around uh, <laughs> bringing bringing spare clothes to uh, to homeless shelters they're going yeah. they're doing soup drives they are patrolling um, bad neighborhoods and, and talking to kids who are causing trouble and, and, and making peace in their communities um, I I just I don't understand why um, why why there isn't more uh, kind of interest from from uh, say the 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 self proclaimed hipstery socialist um, internet people who are always begging begging people to do something.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, like you've I think you've hit a bit of a nail on the head. No, no, I I've spent a lot of time around these groups though, and and in. You know in in one way, yes, we export a lot of activists, but in a similar way, like quite a few people do come and settle in Ireland too, and do get involved in these projects too so there 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 is somewhat of a nomadic international community that that does get involved in these things um and I think there is a give and a take to that, but there is a large portion of people who certainly seem to, like, complaining about how things are getting done rather than, you know, trying to go out there and do it or be a part of something or try and change something um, that they might not necessarily agree with completely and guide it into a direction, you know, because really, if you're talking about, you know, socialism or leftist politics, like, like, at this stage, we're all on the same side. I know that historically divisions within left factions has resulted in in them turn turning on each other and and killing each other and stuff and and there's definitely something valid for that but the division we see in the left at the moment is a little ridiculous because we don't have any of the keys of power even slightly or influence or you know we're we're so far down the pecking order the only hope we have is to really stick together i think you know
0: I, I highly agree with that. I mean, obviously there are, there are insane like nats balls and stuff like that who want to do horrible things <laughs> I, to people. Um, but yeah. like, they are—they're
1: small they're, though. <laughs> they're, and,
0: yeah, and there are going to be—you are going to find horrible people everywhere you go. Like, I—I mm-hmm. I don't think—I uh, don't know. The the whole left unity thing is something that. Uh, probably should have a whole whole thi- conversation dedicated to it and I'm not I'm not well read or I don't have the energy enough to um to go into the theory of of that I just want to do what I can and associate yeah. with people who aren't going to hurt me or <laughs> my family right
1: yeah yeah of course i and and the era, this is one everything that 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 um really annoys me about left division as well is um if you look at a lot of leftist groups it it seems like they're all trying to get new members but they're not trying to get new members from people outside of leftist groups it feels like you know everyone's trying to like steal members from just other leftists which ultimately i think doesn't contribute to change that much you know a lot of (laughs) <laughs> it's very dorky It's like we don't want anyone in our group. If you haven't at least read, you know, the 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 first volume of Capital, and you don't have an understanding of of Maoism and all this kind of thing, it's like, well, this is ridiculous, you know. Um, the world's bad for everyone. You know, we have to be asking ourselves: is like, what what do we want? But also, like, what 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 do people around us want? Because if you open your exactly. Your, If you open your ears, like, 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 no one's happy. It's not like people who aren't leftists are going around being like, what a great world we live in. Like, you know, we're all aware of the effects of climate change. You know, a lot of people are faced every day with the problems that come from wealth inequality. Like, like, let's stop trying to steal people off each other and let's work together to actually try and improve the conditions around us, you know?
0: Yeah, there there are a lot of blocks when it comes to that because I've been to a few meetings. I went to like a PBP meeting a couple of years ago and it co- got completely hijacked by some conspiracy nut who went on and on and on about how Ireland needs to leave the EU, which isn't something I disagree with uh, like in in principle, but the meeting was completely different. It was it was one person was talking about ceaselessly about how Ireland needs to leave the EU and another person was talking ceaselessly about how do how do we get me elected? <laughs> and, I, and I was yeah. trying to say stuff like, not that I was like the, fu- I'm not trying to place myself as this like super smart person or whatever. But I was like, hey mm. guys, um, so there's a big litter problem. Could we like maybe think about like putting together like a litter picking thing or or like trying to figure? And they're like, ah, elections, ah, the EU, and and yeah. it, it just it was very useful. Like like the idea of reaching out to your community and um. Putting things together like that and figuring out what the problems are—they're always offset by very loud people uh, who aren't very coherent. Mm-hmm. So that, I, that is an issue. Yeah,
1: yeah, I, I definitely think this is a thing. And also, it's like you—you've got to meet people where it's at. You know, it, You know, like, look. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a trans person. You're a trans person. You know, we believe in trans liberation. We want to live safely and stuff like that. But that doesn't mean you, you go around, you know, yelling at, at people necessarily that, like, who, who misgender you or something. A part of it is about meeting people where they're at and trying to, like, educate people on topics so that they understand better, so that they get to know people and they can humanize people and form kind of, like, like bonds of mutual aid and, and community and stuff, like, you know? Like, if something is new... On, on the ground, it, it takes a long time for, for, for people to adjust to it as well. Like, you know, um, even if it's not new, it can take people a long time to adjust to new ideas, you know? And it's always better to, in my opinion, it's better to, where you can, grow and construct, like, uh, like places for change, means of education and stuff like that, than it is to just kind of get angry at the world for not being better already, you know.
0: That that but that um exact thing is rewarded very heavily online.
1: <laughs> yeah. <that's laughs> so that true. that
0: can be very addictive. This this came up yesterday in uh another podcast they did where we were talking about how uh, people in publish in like writing and publishing scenes cultivate this kind of anger and cruelty to to get more um more views. It's just kind of like part of, um, it just, it gets you the likes and stuff. It, it gets people's interest. People love gossip. People love to be involved in gossip. But I sure. think we're, we're yeah. getting a bit sidetracked um, <laughs> yeah. into, into all kinds of things. Um, but yeah, w- so something I think we got, to, uh, would be useful to talk honestly about is that together, the Affinity Collective, we, we've achieved something. Um, pretty pretty great we, we've we've gotten this big piece mm-hmm. of land and I don't think any of us like, they're, 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 I don't want to speak for anyone else but I think between you and me and maybe a couple of other people, life is so crazy right now with COVID and all the personal stuff that's going on and just living in this kind of like dystopian <laughs> world yeah. it's very hard to feel excited about that, it's very hard to feel like we've accomplished anything because there is so much work left to be done there's so much, so much of our time and resources are going to have to go into this thing, which is which is great, and I, I'm really looking forward to putting the work into it. But to to see this milestone as an achievement and actually feel good about it, it's yeah. <laughs> it feels a little difficult.
1: Well, I, I'm not actually sure I'm I'm a, I'm I'm in the same boat. I'm definitely sympathetic to your boat, and I definitely got a lot of stuff going on in my life at the minute, which has maybe taken me back from kind of, like, planning and stuff more than I'd like, um, but I am really, like, super excited and feel like this is a milestone, like, I, I don't know, if, for, for those in the house with me at the minute, they can see me, I'm, I'm chomping at, at the bit, like, you know, like, I'm staying up, I can't sleep, I'm watching YouTube videos about how to, like, build new things, I'm, like, I'm, like, Planning on like how are we gonna like you know dig drainage ditches and stuff like that. So I don't know. I I am super excited about this. Well, that's
0: good. I'm glad. I'm glad there were there were um, members of, the, like, <laughs> of that aren't like completely burnt out and are and are able to get excited about this. So um, what are you? Um, what kind of like? So let's talk about the, the the actual process of work, right? So we've started off. We, we've got we've got essentially the land is like this 10 acre uh, nine and a half acre like um plot which has the a couple of acres of the top flat a couple of acres at the bottom flat and in the middle is this big hill and yeah. it's got it's got a little house on it that's in pretty mm-hmm. good Nick that we have to do up but it seems like our first issue is, that the bottom is very very sodden like you could easily get like like fall up to your waist in like muddy water and as a perma as a as a project where we're going to be building and we're going to be planting things and we're going to be moving tools around mm-hmm. obviously uh, we we need to be able to bring vehicles off the road we need to be able to uh, transport materials up to the top of the hill But we are a permaculture project, so we need to minimize, this has been a lot, what we've been talking about a lot, is we need to minimize the destruction of the environment that we're working in, um, Mm -hmm. but we also need to be able to work in it. So uh, how have we been sort of hashing that out?
1: yeah well, I mean, this is the hard thing um i'm not I'm not a hundred percent sure we are a permaculture project. I was talking about this with another member. I'm not sure where the line is. We're definitely drawing as much from permaculture principles as we can. Um, but I, I actually don't know if we should label ourselves like that. There are some members who are incredibly in, interested in it. I'm trying to do some more reading up. Um, we, we're definitely ecologically focused and trying to do things in the most environmentally friendly way possible, for sure. And there is a balance to be struck between you know trying to be environmentally conscious and, and also having practical resources where we're, we're living a life that's not from you know the the Middle Ages essentially, um, and and it is a hard one. You know the 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 truth is is that is that you know the the networks of consumption that we have in the modern world is there is a lot of contribution to environmental destruction involved in them. Um, in terms of like building a track, we were talking about building a, a track in a car park, you know, and uh, we're gonna use you know a gravel track and stuff like that but that does involve you know using gravel which is mined in gravel pits and and has quite a bad ecological uh effect um but if you compare like like we will have to have a way to park cars which are also bad um And stuff like that on the land, so so we don't really have a choice. We can look at the other options, where it's like we could put in a concrete, or a paved, or a tarmacadon road, or 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 parking space, or whatever. But all of these options actually have a much higher environmental cost associated with them. So sometimes you are stuck between bad choices. You know, in fact, yeah. I would say oftentimes. And well, it seems have- like. Go ahead. Yeah. No, and you just you you ha- you just have to you have to think about it and make a choice. Like, you know, like like this is something that we will have to do. We might as well try and make an environmentally informed choice, but understand that that ultimately it is a contribution to negatively to 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 the ecology of some way, you know.
0: Yeah, which is where working within permaculture principles becomes useful because we're we have to dig a car park cool so we're going to do this like water barrier and we're going to put in gravel and the way that's going to work is it's going to give us like a decade or two of sustainability rather than like something like tarmacadam or concrete like that'll wear down really really easy especially tarmacadam and would have to be paved over like every year and we're, we're, trying to mac, we're trying to put it together in a way where we can increase the time frame where we have to take these things like mined gravel and whatnot and, and, and re- renew upon them. We're trying to um, minimize the amount of consumption that we need to just maintain the structure of, of our work area
1: yeah yeah well well, tarmac and concrete and stuff would actually last a long time, but are are pretty pretty detrimental uh straight away and also don't allow water to travel through, which makes them kind of bad for the environment they're put into as well um, the I think that the argument or not the argument but the discussion we were talking about was was kind of like weed barrier before, which is the idea there there's a uh you know, you, you put weed barrier under drives most of the time that, that's made out of plastic. Um and it is it prevents kind of like dirt and stuff mixing in with the with the gravel, which means the gravel will essentially become back to earth in a very short amount of time whereas this barrier will will hold it off for a much much longer um period and that that we had a lot of discussion about that a few people are uncomfortable with putting kind of like plastic into the ground um but the alternative is is that we're we would have to buy more gravel more frequently to try and repave this situation as it was taken over by weeds who would die and become earth and the earth was able to get up so it is kind of like um, you know, people might be uncomfortable with it but it it's kind of like the best of the situation, you know
0: Yeah, and, and another another element of that that I think we're all very aware of is that uh, wetlands in, of, of all kinds are very, very important for mm-hmm. um not just the Irish ecosystem but every ecosystem. So we've got all this groundwater that is hindering us, but um uh, we need to be uh careful about our drainage because we don't want to remove this region of a you know, an area where frogs could spawn or you know, certain microbes can breed and stuff like that. So um we have to we're we're going to, once we get this uh, car park in we need to worry about drainage and if, if we're going to turn that into like create a water feature or a pond or something like that or and how we're going to keep that balance like I think one of the most important things of this project is not only making this a, a kind of community area for humans and an area where we can grow food an area that can just be a nice place for people to go because that is a very under that is a very underappreciated um, amenity yeah. in ca- under capitalism is just a nice place where people can hang out and feel like safe and okay. Um, yeah. But we're, this, it's not just for humans. We want to, like, I think I certainly personally, and I think uh, a couple more members share this very specific goal, is that we want to not only sustain biomass and biodiversity, but uh, increase it
1: for sure yeah but i mean the there 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 are i think i mean again i've been definitely talking about this with with other members um in the house where i'm saying it's like there there are ways in which you know we we can create the space that we need which works in tandem with kind of like you know, a biosphere or of some variety and also direct things into different ways. So it's like ponds. Ponds are a great way to create kind of like wetlands and stuff like that. You can also create more marshy areas too that feed into this system so that the water is not everywhere so that there is land that we can use as humans, but also that we're not devastating the ecosystems for frogs and stuff around us now another thing to keep in mind is a lot of the land around us is very good for frogs too Um, they certainly are not limited by boundaries in the way that humans are in terms of property ownership Um, but it would be nice to have plenty of different kind of like micro environments that encourage kind of like more wilderness to crop up. I think, a really, I, I think a, a really important part of the project though and something that I'm very excited about too is it doesn't really just stop with this plot of land though, neither, is the idea to c- carry on and as money is being put into the project to try and buy up more land, some of which, if not most of which we don't know at this stage, is just used for rewilding, which is completely given back to just nature you yeah know?
0: that is that is uh definitely part of the the grander plan, but I think uh one of the most important things we'd be taking from um, permaculture um theory is uh the idea that uh, even in some small sense we can't we really can't uh, bank. On the surround on, on our surroundings being hospitable for life we need to put as uh, you know the put what we can into um, sustaining the local bioregion because it's kind of a if not us who situation
1: yeah no I completely agree um, I completely agree I'm just also I think there's just a balance to be struck with creating kind of like a space which is good for us too, you know, there there are, there, are a lot of people who need resources in the world, you know, and there's not a lot of people doing projects like this in, in Ireland, like, you know, it, it's an exciting thing that we're doing, it's something that people will want to be a part of, hopefully we'll see more, but we do need to take some space for ourselves now obviously we want to do that in a way which has the least environmental impact that works with nature um instead of against nature uh, in an ecologically minded fashion but you know they're we will be displacing some some animals. You yes,
0: there 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 is a balance that has to be struck, and we need to uh, do it with respect to ourselves and with respect to the non human um, inhabitants of the property. Um, kind of like the the two ends, the the two like rubbish ends of the scale would be <laughs> a, a suburb on one end and a shanty town on the other. I do not I don't I don't f- really
1: understand that. <laughs> kind of like
0: if, if if we if we do it, uh, if we take great great care to um to to make it the most comfortable and convenient place for humans, we're going to end up with a suburb. And if yeah. we uh, just kind of. Um, build a a kind of medieval shanty town that's being eaten by fungus and you know we're up to our knees in water because we need to accommodate the snails inside the house and
1: everything (laughs) (laughs) yeah no there's definitely a balance you know and like like there's a lot of bright minds in the project like like you know like i myself have a degree in physics um, I know other people have huge ranges of skills among loads of different things um i I think with careful planning um and execution, we can really create something which does kind of work in a way that benefits us and other things you know it it doesn't have to be all take and give like you know um. Yeah, it, we're just gonna have to be smart about things and talk to people who are smarter than us about about a lot of this stuff.
0: And uh, yeah, and net, network with other other projects like this. There's there's uh, there are other projects like this going on in many many parts of the world. Uh, there's a lot going on in like Portugal and and that. So, so there's a lot of um, there's a lot of smart people who have kind of gotten further down the track that we can check in on. Now, an important important aspect of this uh, project is um, it being open and it being public, and people coming in. So the this has been a point of discussion, and we've been trying to work out frameworks and um, batting around ideas and and you know uh, dissecting concepts and and things like that for for how this kind of works. And I think this is an important uh, this is an important. Uh, aspect of all kinds of like leftist to uh, anarchist and communist uh pra- pra- you know practice is being open to people but keeping people safe uh more or less right keeping people uh making sure that the the space doesn't become harmful or harmed and that in that in practice is going to be a a, a massive challenge uh, possibly even a bigger challenge than keeping uh, than than all the manual labor we have to do
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah i like i i have my own opinions um about this too um and especially as like a communal kind of like open space again i think there's there there's a balance to be struck you know we we live in um we live in a world where a lot of people will talk about inclusivity and safe spaces and stuff, but I I don't actually think there's a lot of kind of like definitions or information give, given about what these things mean. Um, and, and this is something I, I care, pers- obviously I can only give my own opinions. Uh, something I care about really deeply is how we define ourselves and put ourselves out there to the world as something that we can agree on, you know? um like being inclusive to me like like across the board kind of excludes us from being a safe space now it is a balance you know that doesn't mean that we we will tolerate people being absolute assholes but you know in terms of like people feeling uncomfortable people uh you know getting people's pronouns wrong is a very easy thing to do you know casual racism and stuff we're not we're not trying to like k- kick those people out necessarily as we're trying to educate them like you know we are trying to be inclusive we're trying to say no matter who you are you're welcome but the the focus is on you know education and improving each other rather than creating a community where this stuff doesn't happen because a safe space if you were to ask me it's a space that has to only include you know one identity which are safe because everyone shares that identity, so people understand that position fully. But there's no way to understand, like, like the struggles of an identity without belonging to it. So, of course, we're going to, you know, and even then you can have issues, but of course there's going to be problems created down the line. Um, I know that our statement of project principles kind of outlays that it's like like the grounds are always shifting, you know, and we are all doing our best. It's kind of our job to, to talk to people, to take people in, you know, to call them out if we have to about kind of like people's behavior, but it's, it's mostly to trying to just improve ourselves. And, you know, being a part of this project, a huge part of it is coming in, understanding that that is a part of your job, you know, is that you are there to work on yourself because no one's perfect. I'm not perfect, you know i and like i i'm gonna I'm gonna fuck up and 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 step on people's toes and cross boundaries and lines and stuff, but I hope that people would feel the ability to come and have a conversation with me. I've signed up for it by being a part of this, you know I think this is kind of like an important thing to define, you know
0: yeah we can't we can't um ignore the fact though that uh the entire group that we have right now are either white or white passing right and yeah. it's very easy to say this kind of stuff but it, 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 it's also equally easy if we if we slack if we don't if we aren't proactive that we could yeah, we I could agree. easily let casual racism become more and more tolerant tolerable we could let we could we could find ourselves like the queer people in the group assimilate like, who can assimilate assimilating more and more as the people who can't assimilate are kind of edged out like that things can go pretty badly if we're not very active about it And i know you know this but i, I just feel like i need I, I need to say that we there we cannot afford to be lax in 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 when it comes to this kind of thing because the assimilation uh by the dominant you know the venomously uh racist and queerphobic and patriarchal um dominant culture which will face us as we as we bring people into the fold is very very easy it is the path of least resistance
1: it is, yeah. No, it, it, it 100% is, and it's very difficult to confront, like, uh, and it's scary to confront. Um, nobody likes, you know, nobody likes to be the one to be like, you know, to to talk to someone and be like, you kind of just crossed the line there, like, you know, like, no one, no one enjoys that it is it is something that we just have to work on as a community like you know it's something that we will be faced with which is a challenge um and i i you know i don't know if we'll necessarily be successful i don't even know what success necessarily would look like um because i i i think it's on a gradient like you know i think we just have to you know like like all commit to the idea and then personally invest in like in like making that a reality And trying to check in on on each other and and maybe have workshops and stuff together in order to to try and keep us all on top of this thing. I I don't really see another way that it could work,
0: though. Yeah, because I think a big problem with uh, how the modern world functions and how uh, our institutions are filled with uh, predators, basically... Is that people are afraid to be open with each other and talk to each other? They're made to be afraid to be open with each other and talk to each other and report when people are, when red flags come up and and when straight up horrible abuse happens, and institutions inherently gravitate towards uh, being um, run entirely by predatory psychopaths. Uh, this is <laughs> like like this is this, yeah. <laughs> this, this seems like. A, a big claim like a big thing to say but that's because our entire society is run by predatory psychopaths who want that to sound like a big claim to say right it, it, it yeah it, no in... I,
1: I i actually completely agree uh,
0: so uh the uh, what success looks like under capitalism is that you uh, especially uh, collective success is that you become an institution and institutions yeah. uh, always gravitate towards being taken over by the worst of us. So that yeah. is that is the great challenge that we have to we have to every step of the way be a community. And the word community is being stripped of all meaning now yeah. because it has become like there's in consumerism and fandom and like uh, all these different atomized identities that can people ha- have have on, like online. Um, they call themselves communities when they're not they're yeah. like a, they're like a pile of they're like a loosely connected uh network of cliques of like grifters uh, mm-hmm. uh, who some of whom have each other's back and and c- take part in like conspiracies of silence and and ruthlessly attack each other and yeah. you can see that like that obviously bleeds out into real life. Like we've heard a, a thousand horror stories about uh how how badly things have gone in in leftist projects and organizations and political organizations yeah. and squats and businesses. And we need we need to be striving for real community, whatever that looks like uh, nowadays.
1: I I I think that's true. Um I do think this is, you know, and like I I do think it's also important to focus on positives as well though, like you yeah. know like like I think it, it, it's easy to catastrophize the things that, that that can go wrong. That's not to say that we shouldn't try and prepare ourselves for it, but it's just kind
0: of how my mind works like i'm i'm I'm, yeah. I'm paranoid like i i'm I'm, a, I'm like literally paranoid like i I struggle with paranoia and anxiety, yeah. so I am going to go there like that that i all the positives. I, are are they they're kind of irrelevant to me personally like the way my mind works it's kind of like mm-hmm. we do this work and we build these things um and i i find it hard not to focus on the negatives cuz the negatives are what we have to deal with cuz i'm completely i'm always in crisis mode i'm always having to deal like like thinking about what my next job is right
1: yeah yeah i mean that's yeah that's that's tough i mean i i I don't necessarily kind of think in the same way. I, I like it's not that I don't like. We should always be prepared for the things that can go wrong, but like, like there will be plenty of things that go wrong, and a lot of which we 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 can only react to. Like you know, like that's just gonna happen. Another reason I I,
0: I bring I hmm. just kind of brought the conversation there is because I think that your average person on the street doesn't believe that projects can work like this for those reasons
1: yeah yeah i mean i i guess like but uh, i i mean it for me it's always about trying to do something better like you know we're not we're not gonna hit you know like like luxury communism 15 people living on a plot of land like you know but what we can do is we can directly improve the lives of those around us. Like, you know, we can improve the lives of those 15 people. Like, you know, we can engage with our community and provide resources in a way. We can we can change people's minds about what they think, how they think the world can be run. Like, yeah. you know. It, As, it, like, it, go ahead. Yeah. At, at a fundamental level. It's like, I don't think that we're not going to have loads of problems. Some of those may even get bad enough that, that people have to leave or or will get kicked out or stuff like that. I, I do think that will happen down the line at some points. But we're trying our best to create something here which is, you know, a better way of modeling. It's not perfect. It's never going to be perfect. Like, it doesn't even have a chance of coming close to perfect. But... Like the takeaway is, is that 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 the way that we've set up a co-op here can provide a way for 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 people who are younger who don't have the prospect of own, of buying a big house for themselves, or maybe don't want to, and maybe you can get together with a group of friends to do the same. Maybe it'll teach people to be more sharing in the community. Like you know, I...
0: precisely. I think the more yeah. the more uh, the more kind of opportunities there are in the world um how do I put this okay so basically one of the things that we want to do is create a public garden Mm -hmm. where we're gonna like grow food and stuff like that and anyone can just come along and take it right and I think grow
1: food themselves yes exactly Mm. I think
0: the more opportunities there are in the world for people to either treat something with respect or like abuse the shit out of it and, and, and ruin it the better because i think people by and large are going to treat are going to treat them with respect. Yeah. And i think that like you know i do come from a place of paranoia and anxiety but i am ultimately mm-hmm. an optimist and i really believe that every <laughs> every carrot that we grow and eat is one less carrot that has to be that has to be bought from a plastic bag in a lidl. And i well i yeah. don't think that the Affinity Collective is going to save the world by, you know, living on a ten-acre plot in in <laughs> I yeah. think that if, you know, if a hundred of these projects popped up in this country, that would be great. And if a there would be significant of, change. Yes, and if a million of these projects popped up around Europe, we'd we'd be getting somewhere.
1: Yeah. No, I I, I completely agree but but you like someone has to pioneer these things you know some some people have to be the people that go to an area and be like we're going to do this and i think that's that's kind of like that's a large part of what drives me it's like when i look at this project and i'm 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 like am i going to be a part of this forever you know my my actual honest reaction is probably not you know but i want to be a part of it for now for the foreseeable future um, it's something that I feel really passionate about. I want it to exist, but maybe I'll, you know, I have bad bones. Maybe I want to move to Mexico eventually. <laughs> yeah, you know? I mean, ideally,
0: <laughs> ideally, um, everyone working on this thing will will get our we'll get everything set up. We'll we'll make we'll we'll make set up plant the trees. We'll make the structure. We'll build the 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 the, the huts and and build the community center. And we'll live there for a while, and then our lives will go somewhere else. Like new opportunities will come up, mm-hmm. our you know our, our our passions will take us somewhere else, and then we'll leave it to other people. And maybe we'll come okay. back, and maybe we'll start other ones. And maybe, and you know that is that is the anarchist dream. That is it's freedom. That is the, the dream. It's the ability to follow your passions and not be tethered to property or um, yeah. obligation like that. Although while while taking responsibility seriously. Um, not- I,
1: I you're, ah, oh, you're, this is like music to my ears. This is exactly what I mean. Like, you know, and, and if these projects do crop up around the the country like this, you can pick up and leave and go somewhere else in the country for a bit. Like, you know, work on them, Ch- exchange skills. Like, it's not a cult. We're not looking to just, it's like, this is it. You're, you live here now and you're not allowed to leave. It's like, ultimately you have the freedom to pick up and go. But if you want to be a part of something that's a little bit bigger than yourself, that's trying to put good into the world, open door, come on in, you know?
0: Um, and I think that might be a good place to leave it. We've hit we've hit about 50 minutes, and I think we've covered a lot of cool stuff. Is there anything else you want to uh, talk about with regards to this project?
1: No, I think that's a nice place to leave it. Um... I guess to sign out, I can just say thanks all for listening to this uh, a little unorthodox podcast, the start of uh, what we're calling Season 2 of the Affinity Collective Action Broadcast. Again, our website is affinitycollective.info. You can check us out there. We've just put up our Statement of Project Principles and Vision document if you want to give them a read um, that go into detail about what we're trying to do and what we stand for. Um, If you want to get in touch with us, our email is affinitycollective at protonmail.com. Feel free to pitch us podcast ideas um, if you're interested in the project in any way, um, or if you're just lonely and want to chat during the pandemic. uh, I check those emails a lot. So uh, get in touch and thanks for listening.
0: Yes, and uh, this podcast will continue now in the the second season with uh, news uh, about uh, other uh, similar projects and um, other, you know, leftist struggles going on in the world um, and and updates about the project and uh, all manner of things, as well as uh, my own podcast, uh, Hell Fortress Cathedral Midnight, the Enochian Terror Transmissions, where I talk to artists of all different kinds and... um, talk about creative processes and and whatever takes our fancies really. So um,
1: yeah. Woo-hoo. Check it out. Yeah. See ya.